Once again, welcome back to another episode in our series, Wednesday Evening Sermons. The message today was presented on November 20th, 2019, by Pastor Danielle Casey, and is entitled, Lost for Words. The reading is a Gospel, Luke, chapter 21, verses 5 to 19. Please join us now for the message. This may be the wrong crowd to ask this question, but have you ever been at a loss for words? Have you ever not really known what to say or been so blown away by something that there was just no way for you to describe it? Uh, Sometimes that's exactly how I feel about God. And I don't think I'm entirely alone in that because for generation upon generation, People have seemed to grope for words to describe our indescribable God. So often we turn to similes and metaphors saying that God is like this or God is like that. God is a rock, our strong foundation. God is like a shepherd caring for us, guiding us, feeding us. God is like a mother caring for her children. God is like a king ruling over nations with justice. And it's this last one that gets our attention in particular tonight because this coming Sunday is Christ the King Sunday. It's the last Sunday of the church year because yes, the church calendar is a little bit different than the secular calendar and we begin a new church year when Advent begins. So this Sunday is Christ the King Sunday or Reign of Christ Sunday. So what does it mean to be a king? What does it mean to reign over someone or something? Or who are some kings that you can think of? What does it mean to be a king? Or who is a king you can think of? Yeah, Annika. Um, Oh, good. Okay, so a king means uh, someone usually that has power and makes decisions about things or about even about people. That's very good. Other things to describe a king or a reign or a king you can think of. Yeah, Jack, is that you? A monarch. Yeah, that's another word we might use, right? A monarch or a monarchy. So a lot of times uh, people become a king because they're in a certain line, a certain family, right? There, so they're the next one. Yeah, what else? Okay, we could think of King Lear, who had no control, Thomas said. Where are some other kings we might think of? King Kong. All right. <laughs> That's an entirely different kind of king, but I like it. Another one back here? Ah, yeah, so once, right, we don't have a lot of kings around as much, um, but once upon a time we might think of kings in fairy tales, and they would rule over a certain area, a town, or a city, or protect it, right? One last one. Yeah, very good. So Luke thought of an emperor, right? And that's particularly important. Uh, for the the reading that we heard from Colossians, because the people in Colossia 
were under the Roman emperor. He was their king. So what do we mean, do you think, when we say that Christ is king or that Christ reigns? Any ideas? Yeah, Lucy? Okay, so Christ rules by helping us through life, making dis helping us make decisions. Annika? Um, he kind of like protects us. Okay, so Christ rules by protecting us and helping us keeping us from danger. Those are all good things. And I think we get a further glimpse of what it might mean for Christ to be king in that reading from Colossians that Annika read for us. Because Paul was writing to this group of very new Christians who were struggling with their faith. They lived in the Roman Empire, and so most of the people that were around them believed not just in one god, but in many gods and many goddesses. And they worshipped them, right? They worshipped people like Diana, the goddess of the moon and new life and youth. They worshipped Hercules, the god of strength. They worshipped Venus, the goddess of love. They worshipped uh, Plutus, the god of wealth and so on and so on. And they even worshiped the Roman emperor as a god. It may seem a little silly to us, but I think in some ways maybe we're not so different. Though we might not worship the goddess Diana, I think many of us, especially those of us who are getting older, treat youth like an idol, right? trying to stay and feel and look forever young. Though we might not worship the god Hercules, many of us treat strength like an idol, trying to always maintain a facade of strength and power and might. Though we might not think we worship the god, the god Plutus, many of us put our faith and our sense of security in money as we were just discussing upstairs. So in the face of all these other things that vie for our attention and vie for our worship even, the last Sunday of the church year reminds us that it is Christ who holds that center space for us because Christ is King. And so we yield to his power. We are guided by his love we follow in his way. And what does all of that look like? Well, I think more than anything, we see it in the shape of the cross. And in that way, as Lucy and Annika said, Jesus reign, Christ as king, is unlike anyone else that we know. Because he showed ultimate power in what the world saw as the ultimate weakness in dying on the cross. He showed us what real love looks like when he died for his friends. He showed us that the way of discipleship is in feeding the hungry and healing the sick and eating with all the wrong people and touching the lepers and the unclean. That Christ is the king is pretty remarkable and I would say in many ways indescribable.
But of course, that didn't keep Paul from trying because he is, like many of you, not ever at a loss for words. So in describing Jesus, I think it's almost like Paul is throwing everything he's got at it. He says, Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. He himself is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead. In him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile all things. Still, at the end, I get this sense that it is not even enough to describe our indescribable God. And words fail us just as they do, Paul. So perhaps this week, instead of trying to describe our indescribable God, we should instead just be on the lookout for glimpses of this God. Perhaps we will find God in the lofty places like a throne, but the cross shows us that we might look in decidedly less lovely places too. Perhaps we will see God among the beautiful people, but the cross shows us that we will also find God in the sick and the grieving. Perhaps we will see God in the powerful and wealthy, but the cross shows us that we might look among the weak and impoverished and broken too. When we glimpse our indescribable God, when we glimpse Christ in our midst, rather than describing these moments, we should just give Christ his proper place as king, as center, as ruler of all our ways, and all our days. Amen. Thank you for listening to our message today. We are Triumphant Love Lutheran Church and are affiliated with the Southwest Texas Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. We are located in Austin, Texas. You can follow us on our website www.tllc.org. We look forward to you seeking us out as our podcast progress and further episodes are added. You have a great day, and may the Lord be with you.